This is Aaron Whitlow. And this is Brandon Spivey. And once again, we are the Markout Mark Out Movie Podcasters. Podcasters. And on this episode, we're doing John Wick. We're going to cover the whole series of John Wick thus far. Uh, look at a little bit of what to expect in the next one. Also, maybe touch on the uh, TV series that's coming out for John Wick called uh, The Continental. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But before that, what are we going to do, Brandon? We're going to hit hit some movie news. So, Aaron, uh, this just came out last night. Uh, I know you're not you're probably not familiar with the video game, but Gears of War uh, movie is now saying won't be in the same universe as the games. Hmm. What's wrong with studios? <laughs> why can't they just oh. follow? <laughs> Brandon's just vent, vent, venting right here. I don't understand. Why can't they just follow the blueprint from the games why, why is it so hard not to follow that why you got to create something new you know fans are going to hate it i mean why well, brandon they <laughs> they feel the need to uh do whatever they want to screw do. everything up right like, yeah that, uh, that's exactly what it is um yeah yeah i think that you know i think that if you're going to make a movie based off of a source material uh then it stands the reason that you should actually include stuff from the source material. Yeah. Then have it follow like the game. Like that's in my opinion, in my opinion, Brandon, that's where they went wrong with the Super Mario Brothers movie because they didn't <laughs> utilize the source material or they took the source material and altered it to a way where it didn't do well. Now take take something like Mortal Kombat that it took the source material and built on it. And went a different way because they they want to make a PG thirteen and they couldn't do what the game would would have t- used would have been a hard R yeah you know but yeah so but it was still enjoyable yeah I, in I my would opinion. say that's you know I know we did a video game adaptations list already but you know that is one of the better video game adaptations of mm-hmm. all time still I mean because they follow the source material. I mean, when you follow the source material, it's a good game. It's it's going to be a decent movie at least. I mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just hate hearing stuff like this. And you always hear it. You always hear it. And that's <laughs> the anyway, same thing. Uh, next up, Shazam 2 may shoot next summer. Are you pumped for Shazam 2? No. What? They're going to do what? Oh, Shazam. You know what I was thinking about? <laughs> I don't have a clue. All right. <laughs> Tell me why I was just here thinking about this Kill O'Neal movie. Oh my God. Kazam? Yeah. I know, I'm not lying to you. That's why you tune in here, guys, because you don't know what you're going to get. Uh, yeah, sure I was don't. sitting here thinking about Kazam. I'm like, oh God, no. Why would they want that? But Shazam. No, Shazam. Yes, that's fine. I enjoyed the first one. Although, I don't know where they're going to really go with the second one. Cause, well, I got yeah. a question. For, are they moving too soon? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You shouldn't be. I mean, don't, don't, don't rush it. But I guess 
I don't know if they're trying to keep the kids around the same age because, mm. you know, but it's not, it's not a, a it's, question it's, it's what not they're going to do yeah. when they actually become adults. So yeah. They, it's, it's not a uh, thing like you have with, uh, I don't know, Stranger Things or uh, it, where it makes, it mandates that they stay a certain age for a certain period of time. Now, I think Stranger Things, for instance, I think that they can, Cause these guys, these kids are growing up. Yeah, I think that they can make it now go like maybe next season, switching from the eighties to like the early nineties, and that'd be kind of cool to yeah, see. Yeah, it would be. I mean, see, see that you know, take it. Cause make, I don't know if that, I don't know if that's gonna go too much longer. No, probably not. I say after this season, they might. What is this the third one? I think I think three? it needs to get four. But is this three? Okay, yeah. They know what how when it's gonna end though. I mean, everyone knows. They just ain't telling anybody. Yeah. But I don't see it going like more like ten seasons or anything. Yeah, I say top would be six. Yeah, yeah. So I really want to say five for tops. So I I think four could possibly be it. Yeah, I think that. But as far as with Shazam, um, I think I agree with you. I think that they're rushing it. I think that it's it's not a bad idea to let it breathe a little bit. Yeah, uh, you can because the second one. People are like, oh, you did, you struck go with the first one, but will you do it the second time around? Yeah. And it's hard to find a sequel that is better or as good as the original. Yeah, I'm just really confused about what DC is actually doing. <laughs> I think they are like they like sabotaging their own product. Now, uh, uh, now Joker looks great. It um, does. Joker but looks it's great. Like a one off. It's it's then you got the Batman's in its own thing too. I mean, it's going to be a trilogy. It's not including. What they're doing in the DC, so whatever it's, they're it's, called, it's separate from the DC yeah, universe. It, it, I don't. Kind of like, like Gotham was from everything else. Yeah, so. maybe they're just not doing the shared universe anymore. I mean, they I give up on it. I, it sounds like they are. I mean, but they see how prof- profitable, uh, I guess, the Marvel stuff was. But but, but it's hard. Of, it's hard to it's hard to imitate that. It's kind of reason they brought in James Gunn. They want him to fix it. But you know, one director's not gonna be able to fix this. No, no, no. It took. He's not gonna have uh, total control of anything. It took uh, John Favreau. It took. Is his name? Who now? Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah. It took John Favreau. It took the brothers, whatever they call Russo brothers. The Russo brothers. It took uh, James Gunn. It took a lot of different moving parts to make yeah. MCU MCU. And Disney's letting them do their thing. They're not mm-hmm. like. Constantly in their business, and yeah. telling them we can't do this, we can't do that. Unless it's uh, unless it's uh, X Men, right? Well, <laughs> they did get involved in that. Come on, Disney, you, but, you owed us one, Disney. What'd you do to us? Although Brandon said he liked it, I haven't watched it. I, I did, I did actually enjoy it. I had low expectations for it, but I was told from two reliable sources that it was it was good. So. Okay. And I liked it. I have one gripe, and I'll get to that tomorrow. In your review. Stay tuned to listen to his review. I can't wait to hear it. Because they, they could just left those characters out. What but, else we got in movie news? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Sigourney Weaver has say, stated that the original Ghostbusters cast will be in the new film. Your thoughts? I'm okay with that, you know. Now, I, I'm okay with it. It's the original characters, not cameos like they did in that female version. Yeah, that was really bad. Uh, but everybody apparently is on board except for one. Bill? No. Danny? No. Harold's dead. Harold's uh, dead. Uh, it's not Ernie it. either. Oh, uh, 
Rick Moranis. Rick, okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it too, but I would love to see him. I'd love to see him. I would love back. to see Rick Moranis, but I understand he took he stepped away from acting. It would be great. Think about the pop it would get in the audience if he shows up, like you hear a knock at uh, Dana's door. Yeah. And then like he's a hi, uh, I was wondering if you had any sugar I can borrow because <laughs> I was going to have a party over here. And, you know, like he started yeah. doing a little geeky. Uh, I, I, I would mark out if he shows up. I, I would also mark out if he shows up in the, you know, Honey, I Shrunk My Kids uh, reboot they're doing. Yeah. And, you know, Rick, Rick, we understand uh, that. I know you probably won't hear this, but we understand uh, why you stepped away. You know, you had a, a wife. She got sick. She passed away, I believe. Uh, and uh, you stayed to raise your family and stuff like that. Um, and, but I just want you to know you still have some diehard fans that absolutely love you. And I, not only stuff like, the, not only Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, not only Ghostbusters, but I liked him in, uh, uh, it's a movie with him and Steve Martin, uh, Parenthood, I believe it's called. Yeah. Uh, he's in that movie uh, as like the, the brother that tries his new methods and raising his children. Yeah, you know that was one movie I didn't really like him in. I, I it's not no, I didn't like him. I just didn't like his character. Mm. Did but, you like the movie though? Yeah, I love. Yeah, the movie's great. Uh, yeah, there's another one that he did with um, I can't think of his name now. Roseanne's ex husband. Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. I think it was called Bully. I think it, I remember it. It went straight to video. I oh believe. yeah, Bully. But I actually because enjoyed it. He was uh Rick Moran's was bullied by Tom Arnold yeah. and then like Tom Arnold and uh Rick Moran's son is bullying Tom Arnold's son in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Uh Little Giants with Ed O'Neill. Oh, how could you forget Little Giants? Brandon. Little Giants <laughs> with, with Ed O'Neill. Uh, yes, and that's another great one. That's I, another great one. Uh so Rick Moranis has has some work out there that is actually really good and uh, enjoyable and He is missed today in Hollywood, yeah. especially like family comedies. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I, you don't see uh, he was, he was uh, honestly, in my opinion, he was uh, my favorite part about, uh, other than the uh, the atmosphere, uh, but he was one of my favorite parts about uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I love just uh, his being neurotic, his uh, his uh, his genius, his yeah. love for his kids, his love for his wife. Uh, I, uh, but I love also that movie. I love just the visuals of man the backyard. It makes you as a kid watching that. I go out in my backyard, think, man, what if I was like the size of an ant? You know, <laughs> like that would be crazy. Like you know, the gift from the garbage can. Whereas me and you walking in our backyard, it's like just a short distance. But yeah. imagine being that small and you had to make it from the garbage bin all the way back to the house, and it's like an adventure. And it was such a great wonderful movie it, it is uh, yeah still uh still still holds up <laughs> it does hold up uh next up is kevin hart is remaking scrooge your thoughts Mm-mm. Mm-mm. listen <laughs> i'm not a big kevin hart fan i'm not uh i can't i like in movies i like him in it's because of other people in the movie, like The Rock is in the movie, like Central Central Intelligence. I enjoy that because mainly The Rock is in, and they play well off one another. Yeah, they, they, they got uh, great chemistry. Uh, uh, Jumanji too, I dug it. Um, 
I, uh, but it's mainly because they play well off one another. And, and, they, then, and then I think Jumanji's a team effort all yeah. around. Is reasonable. Everybody that was in that movie was fun. Jack yeah. Black was fun in no, it. Jack, Jack Black stole it for me. Yeah. I was like, and I wasn't expecting that. I was like, what, Jack ain't been really funny in a long time, no. in my opinion. Uh, and he comes out and he just steals it. And I was glad that he stole it. Uh, yeah. I really was. I'm a big Jack Black fan. Uh, I like Kevin Hart. Uh, I just don't like the idea of him remaking classics. Uh, but it's, I don't know, not not to be weird to say anything that's remotely racist, but I just don't know if he's going to take it in an avenue which is going to be an urban, urbanized telling of Scrooge, or is it going to be uh, like, what, like, like okay, and, and and he's doing Scrooge like Bill Murray Scrooge. Yes, it's Bill Murray's. I mean, I, I, that's such a immortal for me. You know, that's such a great classic. I don't. You know, we have so many versions of Scrooge and or, or Christmas Girl. Yeah, is what Christmas it is. Christmas Girl, and uh, I mean, you have the animated version of Jim Carrey. You have the classics back in the day, and you have Bill Murray. Uh, but that's yeah. what he's doing is Scrooge, yeah. like Bill Murray's Scrooge. Yeah. 1980-something. Yeah, it's the beautiful remake of movie. That, it's, it's a remake of that movie. It doesn't need to be remade. It doesn't need. Uh, but, you know, I'll give it a shot. I like Kevin Hart. I will watch it. I mean, hey, he surprised me, honestly, in Upside. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Upside? I have. I thought he did an excellent job. And I'm not a big fan of his, but I thought he did an excellent job in that movie. He's got range. Yeah, he got yeah. range. He he went to a, Honestly, he went to a place where I didn't think he can go as an actor. And he felt nervous being in that movie with mm-hmm. Brian and uh, Nicole Kidman, Brian Cranston and Nicole Kidman. Oh really? Yeah, he he was like, oh god, they're real actors. <laughs> he's yeah. like, I'm just a comedy, yeah. he, you know, actor. I was like, now I gotta really do it. I gotta really act. And he and they said they were the kindest mm-hmm. people, you know, that he's worked with as far as who he considers a real actor. I guess he doesn't consider Dwayne. A real actor. I'm sorry, Dwayne. <laughs> but but you know, uh, he said it was just an honor to work with him. Yeah. They were really kind, especially Brian. I liked uh, I liked him in Night Class or whatever, Night School. Night, or whatever. night School, yeah. Night School. I, uh, yeah, I didn't see it in theaters, but yeah, I did see I it. Seen, it I didn't out. see it in theaters. I saw it later. But yeah, I dug it. Uh, it was something that was... That I could see why critics would hate it, but if you just take it as just a movie where you can just enjoy it, it's pretty enjoyable. It's kind of like Uncle Drew for me. Uh, Uncle Drew. I haven't seen it. I want to uh, yeah. see it. Uncle Drew is a movie that critics probably slammed, but uh, they did. But if you just just watch it and I not like even Little not Girl. look, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. It's, I want to see it, I, I but I didn't it. get to. Uh, yeah. But moving on, uh, Candyman starts production in August. Um, I just want to ask you, how do you think this is going to turn out after us? I know he's not directing, but he is heavily involved. Um, you know what? I would have said, "Oh, it's gonna be fine." But honestly, uh, oh, oh, there's a new series I like to kind of start is what we, what are what are you watching or what 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 we're watching something like that. WWW, what we're watching, uh, just so me and Brandon can kind of talk about what we're watching and what we think about what we're currently watching. Um, I was I was currently watching, uh, the Twilight Zone. Show Jordan Peele produced Twilight Zone, and I, it started off strong for me, but then it just it it fizzled, and I haven't watched the rest of them because it just fizzled for me. So I'm afraid now with Candyman because of that. I, I, I so you, you know two misses in your eyes. 
Yeah, yeah, I yeah, uh, I wasn't a huge, huge fan of us. I know a lot of people critically claim love it, but it wasn't as good as Get Out, not by a long shot. Um, so then my next question is: Do you think it's just a one-hit wonder? For are you, you I mean, are you afraid to call him a one-hit wonder? Or would you be labeled uh, uh, like like oh you hate well, no him? I haven't seen Twilight Zone, but the two movies he's directed, I love Get Out. I never want to see us again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so. I would. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't want to call him one hit wonder because now, if his third film that he directs, not produces but directs, comes out and it's bad, absolutely. You know, but because you know, Carpenter stuff, and I compare it to John Carpenter. John Carpenter stuff. Uh, he uh he had um, what was it? I saw Precinct Thirteen. Was wasn't a big success, but it was good. Halloween initially didn't do well, but then later on, it just started generating buzz. It became a hit. It started the slasher yeah. genre, um, and then uh, after that, did he have the thing, or was uh, or was it uh, eighty two? He had the thing. Eighty one. He pro- I don't know. He, he produced. He wrote Halloween the script too. for Halloween too. I, I don't know. Yeah, he was actually a producer, but yeah, I know he wrote the script. And then for it. I think not Tommy Wallace, but. Um, the other person directed Didn't it. Tommy Wallace did the third he one? He did the third one, yeah. Tommy from Bowling Green. But, uh, yeah. Um, as well as John. But, uh, we, that's our claim to fame. We're not going to lose them guys. But, uh, yeah, Halloween is our claim to fame. Yeah, <laughs> man. <up> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there's, uh, I don't know, man. I think John, like for John Carpenter, he had, he had some movies that came out that wasn't like completely hits back to back. But over the years, People watch them and be like, "Oh man, these are masterpieces." The thing in itself wasn't a hit initially, no. but later on, a cult following. Man, it is. It is probably one of the best Alien films. It's one of the best Siege films as well. Yeah, I think it's. I know if you ever make me do this list, horror films. Uh, oh, it's gonna it's be gonna, horrible. It's gonna be horrible for me, but I do think the thing is my favorite. Just off the top of my head, I, mean, I would you consider? I'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Would you consider Jaws a horror film? Uh, <laughs> I don't. Not really. I think it's more of a thriller, really for me. I mean, Steven Spielberg doesn't. It's even, more. It's probably. It probably is more of a category. Category. I probably categorize it as more of a suspense. Yeah, Steven Spielberg actually says it's not a horror film. It's not a thriller. It's it's an adventure film. You know. I, Kind of see his point, but then you got a shark eating people. So, yeah. Well, Steven Spielberg is not considered a horror director. No, he's not. But he's doing a new horror series. Uh, but I don't know much about it, so I didn't put it on movie notes, but it's mentioned. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, initially, I will see Candyman because... Uh, I'll see it. I, you know. Um, Tony Todd's returning. I don't know what role. Yeah. I, I hope it's Candyman, but even if it's not, just him being in the movie. Yeah. Is, is we'll it. see. It's, it's worth seeing. All right, next is a double, double Dwayne Johnson. He's rumored for The Thing in the Fantastic Four reboot, and Black Adam is finally moving forward. Your uh, thoughts on both of these? Uh, that's fine. I can see him as The Thing. Uh, the I will say this. The best part about Michael Chiklis as The Thing in uh, Fantastic Four, I know people hate that movie. I wasn't a huge fan. But I did like Michael Chiklis as the thing because he looked like the thing, and I can see how The Rock can come up as that. But he's already kind of bulking and built. Uh, Mike Chiklis wasn't really all yeah. that 
Do you know. like the idea of actors being in both universes? Um. Well, I guess it can work. Obviously, with Deadpool, it worked because you yeah. know he went from uh, then it worked with Michael B. Jordan too. He went from uh, DC to Marvel, so I guess it can work. It seems like they leave DC to the win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, but then uh, but then again, uh, Fantastic Four is Marvel. So yeah, well, it's uh, Marvel, it's a Marvel product property. property yeah. yeah. Uh, but I I don't hear I don't like the idea of him being the thing and being Black Adam because mm-hmm. that's two big characters. If he was I don't know something smaller, I would be okay. Like Lawrence Fishburne, yeah, when he was in the DC universe, as a uh uh right 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 what's the name Perry White Perry White yes yeah. that's it. Uh, and then then he went to Ant Man, so. I was fine with that because he wasn't he wasn't a big he wasn't a huge character yeah, in that, he was, those he movies. Didn't even notice I didn't even think about that, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was okay with that. Um uh, but I don't know. I'm excited to see uh Black Adam and what he does with that character in the mm-hmm. Shazam universe. I don't know if it's still D C E U or what it is. But I'm excited to see him in that universe. Okay. Uh the thing I yeah. I hope they find someone else. Yeah, I I would prefer someone else. I would actually prefer uh it doesn't to me it doesn't really have to be major known actors and stuff to be these people i like the concept that they did with the michael b jordan uh one the fan tor- fan four stick <laughs> uh, but uh uh i i like the concept that they're trying to do with it just the execution was wrong and then if we're talking about the original fantastic four stuff with jessica alba and all those people I liked what they were trying to do. Uh, also, you think about uh, freaking Captain America. Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. He But he went from a Marvel product into a Marvel uh, control. Staple. He was a staple yeah. character in Captain and America. And now I don't think of him as uh, the Human Torch. I don't see Human Torch. I think Captain America now when I see him. Yeah. I, yeah, I do too. I never thought of him as the Human Torch though. Uh, I did see those movies. I thought they were okay. But I always looked at Chris. I can't remember. He was in a movie with Scarlett Johansson, like early in his career. They did. A, it was a high school heist for the SATs. Oh yeah, uh, that always, movie. Yeah, I can't oh, remember man. the name What's of the name it. That movie. But I always thought of him as that, as that character and Scarlett as that character before they joined the MCU. Of course, I think I thought because I've seen that movie quite a bit. I liked it when I was younger. I don't know if it still holds up. I thought it was the chicken eight legged freaks, but yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I we didn't. know, we know about but, that. Uh, we right. didn't get to this last week, and I know you really wanted to talk about it. All right, the let's... three from hell teaser trailer dropped last week. Yeah, yep. give me your thoughts on what they did show, because they didn't show a whole lot. But um, give me your thoughts what they did show. I wasn't really blown away by it, but then again, I I haven't seen um, uh, Devil's Rejects. Uh, I, my only, I I, I, I like. You gotta I, see that for the movie. Hits. I will have to see it before I, I see <laughs> you, the movie. You have to. But uh, I, I did enjoy uh, House of Thousand, House of a Thousand Corpses. I will go ahead and tell you, it's very, it's, it's the opposite of House of Thousand. I've, I heard, I heard it's brutal, and that's why I think that it's hard, it's hard for me to even watch it because I heard how brutal. bad it was, and I, I don't like. It's hard for me to watch movies where just innocent people just get murdered for no reason. Yeah, that's hard for me to see. 
you know. But um, Bill Mosley is awesome in the role as Otis. Uh, I, I he's like better it. in Devil Rejects, in my opinion, than he is in House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. But it is hard to watch. He's got some. He's got some quotes in there. Yeah, you don't want to root. You don't like. Okay, it's okay to root for Jason yeah, Voorhees. It's okay to root for Michael Myers in some sense, uh, or Chucky or Freddy. You know, some sense. But it's harder to root for. It's. It feels more real to to root for a uh, Captain Spaulding, you know. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, they made them anti heroes in that movie, and I never bought into it. I was with the uh, lawman played by William Forsythe. William uh, Forsythe. Yeah, yeah, I like that I, guy. I, he was great in the movie. Then he just completely turns bad in the last is act. It, is that like a spoiler? Well, maybe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, there's no need to watch it again. No, but uh, but I will be definitely watching these movies. Before, I have to watch it before out. I see the but, movie. Uh, yeah. Okay, this was announced uh, last week as well. Gladiator Two is moving forward. Um, past twenty years after the events. Of the I'm, first okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Is, is, is Russell Crowe gonna be in it? Who? No, Russell Crowe now. Did he die in the first? He one? died. Well, then who? I don't. Care. It's coming at the kid. It's yeah. gonna grow up, be the king. This is gonna be director of DVD or no? It's gonna be in it's going to the theaters. Mm-mm. No, I'm okay. I'm interested no. because I love Gladiator. Uh, that movie, in my opinion, was overrated. But really? Yeah, I, I was, love that movie. I, but hey, Walking Phoenix did a great job because I hated him. I but think it's my favorite performance by Russell Crowe. Uh, I love that movie, but you know, I, I would prefer the prequel. You know. Cause I think well, he's he's not he's too old, man. He couldn't. I know, I know, he's too old now. But at the time they were talking about doing a sequel, I would prefer the prequel. Uh, you know, well, with I think his character. The, I think at the time that that movie came out, people didn't even consider doing prequels. I think yeah, that, they didn't. Really. I think it was oh sequel oriented. Let's yeah. do a sequel. Let's follow this up. But you uh, know, but one man changed that. What was his name, Aaron? Uh, I don't know. Who was it? You put me on spot. <laughs> Star Wars. What was his name? Oh, freaking George Lucas. He changed the prequels. Yeah, yeah. Now it's, now it's the thing. Hey, hey, that's real talk. Uh, he it, before George Lucas, there was really no. There were really like I didn't even know when I uh, when I seen uh, Star Wars Episode One, Phantom Menace. I didn't understand. I didn't understand how it was a prequel. I didn't know what a prequel was. I was like. <laughs> Why are we seeing this? Like, I was so confused. I'm like, so this is before the other ones? I'm like, but why? Because we already know what happens. So, you know, but hey, I still hate that movie. But, uh, yeah. I actually don't mind that movie. Yeah, that I hate still, the second I, one. Oh, the third one's the better one. Oh, out the third of, one is out the, best of, one of the prequels. prequels. But uh, the first one, that kid got on my nerves. <laughs> uh, Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar uh, got on my nerves. He's racist. But- uh, Roger Binks was a stereotype of black people. Oh uh, my god! Yeah, I said it. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, we're gonna uh, wrap up movie news. What else we got? Anything uh, else that jumps out? Did we get anything? Are we missing anything? We're missing a lot. But uh, okay, uh, okay. I'll, I'll. What we do is, I tell you what, uh, we'll do uh, do one more, and then we'll do uh, rest of the movie news on Thursday. On the Thursday's episode. Okay. All right. Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. 
his movie is getting pushed back. I know he's gonna have a movie. Yeah, they're trying to revamp GI Joe. It's it's gonna be connected to Transformers, the new ones. Oh. Bumblebee. So, Bumblebee tuna. So I, I'm assuming you're not you're not you're not for this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've never seen. Uh, hey, as a kid, I hated Transformers. I know, Brandon. I'm so sorry. He's rubbing his eye. I hated Transformers. I wasn't big in G.I. Joe. How can you not be big on G.I. Joe? I was a He-Man person. I was all about the Masters of the Universe. That's awesome. And I'm a He-Man person, too. I was all about the Matu. But but, uh, G.I. Joe, man. That's where where the toys came in, man. I liked James Bond Jr. That was a fun show. Really? Bond, Bond. James Bond Jr. He did. Uh, I also liked Beetlejuice. I liked... um, uh, Freaking, what's that? Uh, Freakazoid? Yeah, Freakazoid. Uh, but no, as a kid, like as like in the late eighties or eighties, whatever, I was all about some masters of the universe. Uh, like Alvin and Chipmunks. I was a weird kid. Um, I mean, I, I like those too. I just, I'm just. Surprised. But I never really was into Transformers, although I had some growing up. But I just didn't. It wasn't I'm my a, thing. I'm more shocked about the G.I. Joes, man, than Transformers. I mean, oh, well, I just I figured every kid in the 80s, I liked 90s, it. had G.I. I liked G.I. Joes when I found the Sergeant Slaughter one out, because I like wrestling. I had that And so, too. that made me like, oh, I like Sergeant Slaughter. Like, I like when wrestling. I was a kid. And I was always, I was always about wrestling. I was into yeah, the was, rock and wrestling uh, yes. cartoon. Yes, that was good. Yeah. I remember as a kid, I had my G.I. Joes, and I had my shark for Jaws. Uh, it wasn't from Jaws, but it was my shark. Was it one that you put the water in the mouth and squeeze? Yes. <laughs> I, I, would, I would I would play shark. that. I, he would eat up all my G.I. Joes. Hulk Hogan, though, I had a Hulk Hogan action figure would save the day. They were the really big ones. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> Real quick. Isn't it funny how, when you're kids, uh, when I played toys with my cousins and stuff, it was more like a movie. Because I would direct it. I'd be like, okay, they kidnapped his son. His son is over there. With the bad guys, which were consists of Ted DiBiase, uh, uh, the Mountie, and a couple other people, but then like I would have like the good guy be Hogan, or Roddy <laughs> Piper, and uh, and then they go and they try to fight their way through, and he'd get help from like He Man, of Prince Adam, to help him, and it was just like, and my cousins would be like, well, let's just play, why don't why we gotta have all this? I'm like, no, we're just, this is what's going on. You know, and it was fun. I always had a tag team match of He-Man with Hulk Hogan against Andre the Giant and King Kong Bundy. I also had, I used to, I didn't have a, a Undertaker toy, so I made believe that Lionel from uh, Thundercats was my Undertaker. And actually, I wasn't allowed to have Undertaker. And I called him Kane, I called him Kane, uh, Kane the Undertaker. Because, fun fact, it was Undertaker's name when he first came in WWE, or F back then. Kane the Undertaker. And then later on, they just dropped to the Undertaker and then they introduced his brother as Kane. My favorite of the two brothers is Kane. Really? I, I'm, uh, a, I'm a hardcore uh, Taker fan. I'm a hardcore Taker hater. Ooh. <laughs> oh, movie news. More, more like movie fights. All right, well, hey, we're going to move on from here. Uh, stay tuned for the Thursday's episode. We're going to have a little bit more movie up next, news. Up next, and. John Wick. John Wick. Don't kill his dog. John Wick. It is a movie with old Keanu Reeves, Mr. Uh, Th- Ted Theodore. 
<laughs> was he Ted or was he Bill? Was he Bill S. Preston Esquire or was he Ted Theodore Logan? You know, my knowledge of this movie is not great. I, I, I want to. I do want to say he's Ted. I think uh, he's Ted. But Bill, I always thought he was Bill because they would say Bill and Ted. It was Keanu's bigger than him, so name wise, so I figured he'd be Bill. What? Well, but but, I even, think he is but in the eighties, I don't think that. Uh, I think that neither one of them was really known. So maybe uh, the dude that played uh, uh, Alex Winters, uh, maybe he was more known because he'd been in Lost Boys. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so maybe he was Bill, top Bill. Top Bill. I didn't Bill. see Bill and Ted's uh, two films until last year. So uh, Really? Really. I, oh, man. Did I you like them? them? Uh, as I love the adult? first one. Love the first Nobody one. likes Bogus Journey. I, I don't care for the second one. Nobody at likes all. Bogus I, Journey. I'm excited for the third one. I'm excited for the third one. Yeah. But we're not here talking about Bill and Ted. We're not here talking about the Morpheus or Matrix, not the Morpheus. Or Morpheus or Neo. But we're here to talk about a little movie by the name of John Wick. Uh, actually, we're going to talk about all three of them, including the third, Parabellum. Uh, but yeah, so the first one. Legendary assassin John Wick, Keanu Reeves, retired from his violent career after marrying the love of his life. Her sudden death leaves John in deep mourning when sadistic mobsters Lucif and his thug steal John's prized car and kills his puppet. That was the last gift from his wife. John unleashes a remorseless killing machine within and seeks vengeance. Meanwhile, Lucif's father... Played by Michael Nivitz, John's about right former in that movie. colleague, <laughs> puts a huge bounty on John's head. The first John Wick. Tell me how it is stacking on the what uh, websites? Uh, IMDb has a seven point four out of ten, which is really good. Really good. Metacritic sixty eight percent. It's all right, <laughs> but Rotten Tomatoes gave it eighty-six percent. Ninety-four percent people like this movie on Google. All right, and I am one of them. Now, I, before we get into this, uh, when John Wick came out, did you know about it? Was you aware that this uh, was going to be Kiana's resurgence? No, I didn't. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I had never seen a trailer to John Wick. I don't, yeah, me I don't neither. Believe, I don't believe it was not. I, when I saw the movie, it was not planned. Hmm. Uh, my friend Sean and Cody, we were hanging out. We had dinner. I think Oh Charlie's. Little he just gave me a free. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Oh Charlie's, you want to sponsor this video? <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah, we're doing we, for free food. We ate at Oh Charlie's, and we were, I thought we were heading back to Russellville, and, and Sean was like, "Y'all want to go see a movie?" I was like, uh, "This wasn't planned." <laughs> He's like, uh, "I think Cody was like, what movie?" It's like John Wick. I was like, "What's John Wick?" <laughs> it's like it's a new movie from Keanu Reeves oh, I don't know man he ain't made that many good movies here lately yeah. it's like, I was like I don't know and Cody was like that too he didn't know he's like I don't know I mean maybe and I was like I texted Beth I do believe it's like do you want to see John Wick she's like yeah I was like oh, okay Beth wants to see it so I was like so I ended up seeing it making With her Beth? mad oh yeah okay I'm sorry Beth I'm Beth, sorry he's a he's a horrible fiance uh, we're not engaged oh, yet. Oops. Hey, Beth. <laughs> yeah, uh, too soon. Too soon. All right. But uh, well, soon. But, uh, anyway, uh, yeah. I, I, I when I saw it, I 
I didn't know. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about no puppy or anything like that. No synopsis. I just watched this movie, and at first I was like, "So boring." Like what? <laughs> you know, uh, what, what's up with the dog? And I'm like, "Oh, so this is gonna learn to love this dog." And then when they, when it it turned to a totally different thing, I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'm interested." And I didn't turn away because it starts with like the end, and I'm like. At first, I was like, I hate when movies do that. Yeah. I, I still do. I hate when movies show something at the end. I, that's my biggest gripe on uh, Escape Room. Uh, I think that they shouldn't have showed the end first. Oh, did you, oh, you saw that movie? Yeah. We should do a review of that movie eventually. We should. Uh, you know, I was in it from start to finish. I, I didn't understand what really was going on at the beginning, but... I When they killed his dog, I was like, oh, this is going to be horrible. <laughs> this yeah. Is, they in for a rude awakening. He's like, and I love the scene when they ask him, "Are you back?" And I, he says, "Yeah, I think I'm back." Yeah. I, that that moment, I do remember that in a trailer after I watched the movie. I was like, "That's just not a moment for the movie. That's for a moment for his career." I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, "Yeah, I'm back," you know. And he's been back since. And uh, yeah. man, this, I love the scene when the, 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 the he's got the hit on him. They're coming in his house real quick. Uh, all this is spoilers. Yeah, this is... If you haven't... I mean... If you, you shouldn't be listening if you haven't seen this. Yeah. Uh, if you well, thank seen, you for listening. But if you haven't seen John Wick 3, you can tune out for that one. But I think everybody's listening to seen John Wick. I mean... Yeah. Uh, yeah but, as you were saying, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, when they're coming in his house uh, in the first film, uh, the, he's got a hit on him. It's about... It's like a dozen, two dozen people, and he mm-hmm. just kills them like, within seconds. Most of them. I mean, he's he's a killing machine. Yeah. Like I've never seen before. Not from him anyway. I mean. Yeah. Uh, it was fantastic to see. I it blew my mind seeing all that action and like if you blink you miss something. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Literally, if you blink you will miss something. Yeah. Uh, but that's what you get with the John Wick film. I mean, you, you don't go to the bathroom at no, all. No. Uh, yeah. Don't don't go to the bathroom because you're gonna miss something. Because. Uh, I don't know, man. I just it blew me away watching this movie. It's like, wow, that this is. I haven't seen Kiana in a role like this since probably Neo. Uh, yeah, the first Matrix. I mean, not and, not really the sequels, but you know, I was like, he just blew me away with this movie. Uh, uh but uh, I loved uh, uh, what's his name, Ian McShane. As a, yeah, as a Winston. It was Winston. I've, Lance Riddick was really good as the hotel manager, yeah. the concierge. I also like William Defoe in this movie. It's his, I wouldn't say best friend, but close friend. Yeah. That actually, he accepts a hit on John Wick, but he helps him throughout the movie. I was, I was like, this is all. I, Kevin Nash actually made an appearance in this movie. Dean Winters in it as Avi. Yeah. I, uh, that's the dude from the Allstate commercials, for those that don't know. What did you think of the Kevin Nash? Uh, Not Allstate. Yeah, Allstate. Huh? The Kevin Nash uh, cameo. Uh, I, I totally forgot about it. Uh, he's like, John Wick's like, you working tonight? <laughs> he's like, yeah. Do you want to leave? I, I don't know if that's actually what he said, but it's what it felt like. It's like, yeah, I'll take a break. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, I just, man, it, it felt good to watch this movie because, uh, you know, the action genre has struggled since Arnold and Stallone went on 
Well, they got old. Yeah, they got old. And, you know, what I like about this real quick is uh, the fact that this movie does a really good job at building uh, building up the character who John Wick yes. was prior to the movie. Yeah. There's like a whole layer. And that's part of uh, writing is you, you uh, build characters before you even see it on the screen. Yeah. And so his legend precedes him in this mm-hmm. movie. And so... A big dude, a scary dude like Kevin Nash, unless you're a quad tear, uh, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> he, uh, he, a big dude like Kevin Nash is kind of intimidating. Yes. And so for him to see a John Wick, like Keanu Reeves, and uh, be like, uh, yeah, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> you know, hey, man, that speaks volumes to who uh, John Wick, his, his aura of who he is. And uh, I love the fact that he was so motivated to kill everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> that he he killed like a hundred and something people in this movie. <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, the bodies are flying everywhere. I mean, I man, I've and, I don't think I've ever seen a movie with somebody with such a body count. And uh, and then uh, obviously towards the end of the movie, he does get a new dog that he calls dog. Yeah, uh, he doesn't give it a name, uh, but yeah, just I thought it was a a, a good movie. I love. Uh, the uh, getting the rules of what what the uh, the continental was yeah of knowing oh you can't actually kill or spill blood blood on continental yeah. Winston was a guy that you like oh they kind of seem like they have John's back you know yeah which is great and it's funny how it all develops over the course of three films yeah it's uh I mean w- Lucif uh, Tarasov uh, or Alfie Allen who plays Lucif Tarasov. Is the um, he's he's known as Reek in uh, uh, in uh, Game of Thrones. He's one of the um, he's one of the uh, characters in that movie, uh, infamous characters in that show. I mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, he he was a little snobby kid in this movie that deserved everything he got. I love the the the, the phone call here, uh, John Linguizamo to the father Vigo. Uh, he said, "Want to know why he didn't set the car." You know why he's not doing anything about it, and uh, he says it's John Wick's car. Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he understands uh, when the, his son has killed his dog and beat up John Wick. Uh, you know, he he know he knows what's coming. He knows he he's scared. I mean, he's very terrified. Yeah, I mean, he does everything he can to protect his son. Mm-hmm. But, Which as a father should. Yeah. But but the son in this case is also still very cocky even yeah. until like he meets him like at that club or yeah. whatever. Yeah, uh, he th- he think he doesn't believe the the legend. the legend of John Wick. Yeah, but he soon found out. Yes, he did. Um, but yeah, I you know we're gonna go ahead and conclude this portion. We're not gonna skip. If you want to, you can skip forward. Um, I don't think you can skip forward. But uh, uh, this is the uh, real quick. What's your thoughts on? John Wick, chapter, the first one, John Wick. What are your marks? Uh, I'm going to give it 4.5 out of 5. 4.5 out of 5. I give it 4.5 out of 5 as well. Uh, it's a movie that um, that was great then, but it's not the best out of the series, in my opinion. Um, it was the best, in my opinion, until the third one. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, it really, I, It's still very enjoyable. Uh, mm mm-hmm. I, I had a blast rewatching it before the third one came out. 
I hadn't seen it since the movie hit theaters. So I had only seen it once. So the movie ends with John uh, essentially still on the hunt. Yeah. Because there's still more people to kill to make it good. Make it good. Make everything good. Make everything, make the peace happen. And so it still ends with him uh, going out and still doing his thing. And we pick it up in part two. Yeah. Of John Wick chapter two. John Wick chapter two. We are now going to talk about that movie. John Wick chapter two. Uh, as what it's called. It came out in 2017, whereas the first one came out in 2014 uh, with a runtime of two hours and two minutes. Uh, the uh, synopsis for this one is retired super assassin John Wick. They like totally gave him all credit to who he is right then. Um, plans to resume a quiet civilian life. Uh, his plans to do this is cut short when Italian gangster Santino D'Antoni D'Antonio De- De- <laughs> yeah. shows up on his doorstep with a gold marker compelling him to repay past favors ordered by Winston, the kingpin of Secret Assassin Association, the Continental, to respect the organization's ancient code. Rick reluctantly accepts the assignment to travel to Rome to take out D'Antonio's sister, the ruthless capo atop of the Italian Comora crime syndicate came out february 10th 2017 um and what do they say about this one imdb gave it a 7.5 out of 10 it's about uh, the same as the first one yeah metacritic gave it 75 percent uh and rotten tomatoes gave it 89 percent mm-hmm. and the audience was from google users is 93 percent okay um this movie once again stars uh, Keanu Reeves as the title character of John Wick. Ian McShane returns as Winston. We introduce a brand new person from a, a Matrix background, Lawrence Fishburne, as the Bowery. Yeah, Bowery King. King. And then uh, Lance Reddick returns. Uh, they call him Sharon. He actually gets a name in this one, Sharon. Um, and then uh, Ruby forgettable Rose. Ruby Rose. Yeah, she's very forgettable. Uh, Cam, 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 Common, Common, <laughs> as uh, Cassian, John Leguizamo returns. John Leguizamo for me is always hit or miss, but I, he's okay in John Wick. He's hit or yeah. miss though. Um, and then uh, you got other other people that is in this movie. Peter Stormare's got a little role in it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I would love to see him return in Chapter Four. Uh, yeah. I love him though. I, he's just a great character actor. And I liked uh, Peter Serafinowicz. That's a name I'll never be able to pronounce. Yeah, I never pronounced <laughs> it, but he was pretty cool. He was like kind of like the Sharon of um, a different of the Rome, right? Yeah, yeah, he was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, this movie, man. Um, so John Wick, uh, at the end of the first one, he's still on the hunt, still has people to kill. Um, and then in this one, it picks up pretty much right there with, uh, him chasing someone on a motorcycle. Uh, he's finishing killing. And then as, um, as, uh, Peter Stormar, yeah. Abram is telling kind of the backstory of, it, I believe it's his brother. Yeah. Uh, his nephew, the, 
killed his dog. Uh, yeah. In the first one. And so, yeah, they end up making, he's telling the backstory like you're saying, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they end up making peace. Yeah, well, well, he didn't have a choice. He, he didn't have a choice. <laughs> and then so John retire, retires home, takes his bag of guns and all his metal and all his uh, markers and all that jazz and puts it in underneath his concrete floor, which he tore up from the first one, and uh, covers it. And so, just as soon as he gets settled down, trouble comes to the door. He gets a knock at the door. <laughs> yeah, with uh, D'Antonio. Yeah, uh... Uh, played by uh, this guy I don't know, Ricardo Scamariccio. I feel like that character is the throwaway character. Yeah, he like, he was the he was also a Ruby Rose in this character. Yeah, it, I I didn't like him. I didn't. Not that you're supposed to like him or nothing, but he was. I wasn't entertained by him. Uh, he. I just wanted him to get to him and kill him. Yeah, I that's mean, all I wanted. I mean, he could have done this. He could have done it himself. He wanted him to kill his sister. Yeah. Uh, it, I hate storylines that are like that in action movies. You're making John a pawn to your objective, and and John has no motivation in this movie. He's just—it's a job. It's, yeah. It's not like it was in the first one. Yeah. Well, also, I I felt like that uh, even though like so, D'Antonio. Uh, D'Antonio, whatever his name is, he um, he he kills uh, well he does kill he blows up John Wick's house. Yeah. John and his dog survives his new dog, uh, but John reluctantly d- takes the job to clear it. But I feel like because he blew up his house, regardless, John was gonna come out there anyway. I, I felt oh, like yeah, John. John was gonna... I felt like he opened a can of worms. Yeah, he did. That, that you know, regardless of how it ended. Yeah, he John was, was planning on coming, coming for him anyway. Yeah, he was going to kill him. Yeah. And he, he knew that. That's why he put a hit on him after he killed his sister. Well, he didn't actually kill the sister. Spoilers. No, she, she, spo- yeah, spoilers. He, he didn't kill the sister. No, the uh, sister she, commits suicide. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know. But John still then, has a shooter in the head. Then D'Antonio D- puts a hit on John. Yeah. Uh, um, now, Common plays Cassian. Is, she, he is the henchman, the main henchman. For, he is the John Wick for her, essentially. Uh, but I still thought that he was a weaker. I think everybody he's come, come up against is pretty weak. Uh, uh, but I think that he was, he was a weaker version of John Wick. Um, I actually liked him in this movie. No, I didn't hate him. I liked him. I like Common. I think he does a good job. He's a, he, he has done a great job as an actor. And I think that he's done a good job in this movie. But I'm saying that... Um, Compared to John Wick, I think that he lacks the skills that John does. Oh, I well, I agree. I don't think anyone yeah. got the skills of John. Uh, but, you know, I would like to know a little bit more about his character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, this movie's not called... What's his character? Cashian. Cashian. You know, the movie's not called Cashian. Chapter 2. <laughs> it's, uh, it's John Wick, and, you know, the focus is going to be on him. But I enjoyed him. Uh, I just wish I knew more about him. Mm-hmm. Uh Lawrence Fishburne's character. I wish I knew more about his character, the but Bible. I love the them reuniting, uh, especially with the bird. It just gave me a Matrix option with the birds. I, I I don't know. I think that was. Yeah. I don't know if that was in the first movie or, or the sequels, but there was birds around them, and it, especially when like when everything just stops when he's on that bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, I think it's like middle of the movie of John Wick two and three. It's also in three. 
Is that the end of the movie? We no, that's, but yes, yeah, Winston. Yeah, yeah. Everything just stops. Yeah, that's like it just reminds me of the Matrix. Um, when he's going into the Matrix, and they just freeze it. Yeah. So but, I think what happens is, uh, at one point, John was going to take out the Bowery King, uh, or vice versa. Bowery King come after John, but John give him a scar on the neck and says, uh, "You have a choice." You can either go and put pressure and do this or try to fight me and die, you know, essentially. Yeah. And so he chose to live and he then becomes the, uh, he becomes the Winston of homelessness. Yeah. <laughs> but the homeless, uh, you know, they kind of, which is, it makes sense to me because the homeless, you have homeless everywhere in the city. Homeless has eyes and ears everywhere yeah. and they can get around and uh, do things. And so it makes sense for it. It makes sense for him to be the king. Of the underground, essentially, you know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I, you didn't get to know him too much. He was very short role, right? Very small role in this one. Uh, but what we did see, I really liked Lawrence. I in did. This movie. Now uh, I didn't like Ruby Rose at all. I, I did like the idea of her being deaf, but other than that, she was a throw. Like you said, she's a throwaway she's throw- character. Man, she's throwaway in everything she's done that I've seen. And uh, I've Gotham, seen, no, no, she's Gotham. She's gonna be Batwoman. She's in bat. She's Batwoman. And everybody in that one episode. I haven't seen that, but in I, the crossover, I know everyone hates the trailer they showed of her show. Uh, I know what to expect with her. I Not, didn't like her in uh, freaking uh, Orange Is New Black. She's in like that's a, what she's she, best known for. And yeah, she, I didn't like her in that. I thought she was a just annoying character. But then she got the role of John Wick Chapter 2. Then she went on to do Triple X 3 with Vin Diesel and Donnie Yen. And hey, and Ice Cube's in that one. I haven't seen he's, that one. Yeah, he shows up at the end okay. to help him. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's just not. He tried to, Vin, Vin tried to make it Fast and Furious with Triple X. I think they wanted to make, and I, we're going to... Uh, detour too much, but I think with Triple X, they wanted to make an American version of what Bond could be, uh, but they they failed. The closest that they've got to that, honestly, is Wick. But um, but uh, the closest they got prior to Wick would probably be the Bourne series. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't even consider MI uh, that, but you know, and I tried after watching John Wick, it made me want to go and watch uh, uh, that um. Fallout, <laughs> you know, Mission Impossible Fallout, um, but it's not the same type of action. Uh, it's a slower action for uh, Fallout than it is Mission for Impossible. I would say is more James Bond, like because mm-hmm. it's you know dealing spies, with spies. And, yeah. and uh, but you know this world they create. I one thing I will say about Chapter Two that I really do like is the Continental. It's more about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that world. Uh, I I do like that a lot than I do in the first film. In the first one, yeah. You you don't really know too much about that world. Right. You you know that's not the story. But yeah, I mean I like you know I I like um see who. What I like about it while you're thinking about it is uh, so John uh does goes to Paris uh, goes to Rome uh, the the awesome fight underneath the catacombs was great. Yeah. Um. I like those. I like that. Um, and uh, all that that whole thing was pretty cool. Uh, and a great action. Uh, but then like there's a hit on John, 
essentially. And now everybody that uh, is coming for him, and it's like a big, a substantial hit on him. Like, uh, was it four million or something? Like, it's like a good amount. Uh, At the end, it goes up to fourteen million, yeah, I believe. Uh, I, I might be confusing Parabellum. Um, but yeah, Parabellum I think goes way up, like fourteen. Uh, I want to say I think I think it is about four. Uh, yeah. But you know, I thought the problem with this movie, mm-hmm. and, and it's not that I hate this movie. I enjoy it's, it's watchable. still enjoyable. It, yeah, it's watchable and it's enjoyable. It's that I felt that this movie was just the main objective for this movie is to set up part three. That's what I felt after watching it the yeah. first time. That's what I felt after watching it the second time. It's literally a bridge. Yeah. Uh, to, I think Iron Man 2 did that just to set up. Uh, Iron Man 2 was so bad for me that I didn't watch Iron I've never seen Iron Man 3 because it was so <laughs> so bad to me. Maybe I should watch 3. Three's better. First one's the best. Yeah. I used to like 2. Uh, I remember it was. I watched it on opening night, I think, and uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I heard all the complaints about it, but I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. But I went back and watched it, and it did nothing but set up more. Uh, that was his main objective, and this is the same thing. And but this is better, you know. I mean, better than that, but yeah. yeah. So, uh, ultimately, uh, uh, at the end of this film, John uh, and uh, D'Antonio ends up fighting and end up inside of the Continental. Yeah. And uh, they are told to cease and respect the rules of Winston the Continental. Winston was like, don't do it, John. And so they <laughs> they, they sit and, uh, well, uh, D'Antonio is sitting and eating a steak, essentially. And yeah. John comes in. and uh, and But D'Antonio is still talking stuff. Still, you know, I'm safe. I can live here forever. I don't even have to leave. You can eat... You can have, uh, they got so much on the menu, you can stay here for years and and yeah. uh, never get bored with what you're eating or whatever. I would never eat the same thing twice. You know, uh, so uh, he was in there like, you know, ha, 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 I got the best of you, John. You can't, I don't have to leave here. And John does the unthinkable. Winston <laughs> says don't, but John does. And he shoots D'Antonio and kills him on continental ground, which is a no-no. Which yes. immediately, immediately leads, not immediately, but leads to John eventually becoming excommunicata. Yeah, I I love right, I love that moment in that movie. It's probably my favorite moment in the movie. Uh, and Winston's like, "My God, what have you done?" Yeah, <laughs> and I, I just love that moment. And but you know, it, it one thing it did do after watching this, I was excited for Chapter Three. Yeah, I wanted to see especially how, uh, when Winston uh, freezes time. Yeah. Freezes people. Yeah. And, um, and, and John realizes that anybody can be out to get him. Yes. And and, uh, and then that scene of when he's going through the city and uh and it starts to rain and but he's but he's going through Central Park or whatever and he sees uh, the people uh, getting messages on the phone. Like, he gives him, what, f- an hour? He gives him one hour. One hour. Essentially, the uh, head start for one hour. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, John and the dog is running uh, to try to find out where to go from there. And from there, we're going to go into Chapter 3, Parabellum. But before that, uh, real quick, uh, John Wick, Chapter 2, I give it three and a half mark outs out of five. Because well, we're in agreement on this today. Because <laughs> I'm going to give it 3.5 as well. Is the, weaker one, is the weakest one out of them. 
and it's just a bridge, but it even isn't the best bridge because that comes in part three <laughs> with the fight scene on the bridge. So yeah, uh, yeah, three point five for me. Uh, you know, what I, I enjoyed it, but it could have been better story wise, and I don't know. I it just it was like you said, it's a bridge to get to chapter three, and and that was a roller coaster in itself. That is. <laughs> and with that said, let's cross the bridge to chapter three. All right, so now we're gonna start it with the chapter three, which is the latest John Wick film. Uh, for those that are paying attention, this is John Wick chapter three, Parabellum, uh, which I always thought, thought sounded like a mushroom. <laughs> What's that mushroom called? Uh, Portobello. Portobello. Port what? Portobello. <laughs> mushroom. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. But no, John Wick chapter three. After gunning down a member of the high table. Oh, yeah, by the way, we didn't mention it last. So, D'Antonio becomes a member of the high table after yeah, it was his the whole wife. Mission of why he wanted his sister killed so he would get her spot. Be, be, yeah, get her spot. Um, so, after gunning down a member of the high table, uh, the Shadow International Assassin Guild, legendary hitman John Wick, finds himself stripped of all the organization's protective services. Now stru- stuck with a fourteen million dollar bounty on his head for fourteen million dollars, would you go after John Wick? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wick must fight his way through the streets of New York as he becomes the target of the world's most ruthless killers. This movie is what on our uh, favorite movie sites. Oh, this is a eight out of ten on IMDb. So it's it's a little higher as well. Yeah. It's a little higher. Yeah, seventy three percent on Metacritic. What's wrong with you people? Uh, what <laughs> is Metacritic anyway? I don't know. I don't. It's always shown, but I don't ever know what it is. Ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, um, and ninety three percent people like this on Absolutely. Google users. Um, Man, I and it has a runtime of two hours and ten minutes. Uh. Man, I absolutely loved John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. I thought it was, from the beginning to the end, it was enjoyable. And I didn't I didn't get bored at one point in that movie. Maybe I, the desert scene, it was hard, kind of grueling to look at, but I wasn't really bored. I, you know, start to finish, I'm there. Uh, I was just amazed by some of the action sequences they mm-hmm. did do. Uh, it was amazing to watch uh and i'll go ahead and talk about the cast a little bit uh when uh when he meets uh halle berry i, I thought that was a funny scene mm-hmm. uh she especially joins, with her little dogs she, well they're not little dogs but yeah she joins the cast angelica yeah. houston uh as the director yeah, the I cast. Didn't... mark dukakis is as zero uh lawrence fishburne retire, returns as the bowery king we have uh, Asia Kate Dillon, who is the adjuster, adjudging, adjudicture. She essentially is a lady, uh, non-binary is what they labor as. But uh, she's this person that goes to the uh, hotel uh, or everywhere that John Wick went, essentially, yeah. and anybody gave her gave them aid. She essentially hands out the punishment of what yeah. they're going to have to do to Make it right. Make amends. Uh, Jason Matsukas as TikTok Man is in this movie. I've known him in uh, uh, 
was it? Uh, the Good Place is yeah. also in other things, but I know main, I know mainly from The Good Place. Um, Lance Reddick uh, had had something to do in this movie. He did, and <laughs> boy, did he! And it says Ruby Rose, but she didn't she show was, up. Uh, she wasn't in this movie. <laughs> Thank God, in the cut scene. She wasn't in there, so this uh, is a lie. Um, but then other people, there's a lot of people in this movie, but uh, uh, mainly. Oh, no, go ahead. One quick question. Uh, yeah. Who stole the show for you in this movie? Who stole the show for me? Besides John. Uh, the dogs and Holly. Really? Yeah. They were good. I liked them. Yeah, but... I, I think they stole the show. I uh, enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed the, her fights. She was like a female John Wick, is what I, I, I occasioned her. Yeah, I would like to see more of her. I expect Halle Berry's character to be in the third or fourth. fourth. I I hope so. Uh, A little bit more. But the guy that stole it from me, and he, I don't know if you liked him or not, but he could probably come off annoying to some people. But I loved him. I've always loved him. Mark DeCoscos. Zero. He was, he's like the He's like a fanboy. He's the biggest fanboy of John Wick I've ever seen. Yeah. No, no, I liked it. I I like. I like that they went there with his character. Yeah. I thought they was going to make him too much like Common uh, in the last one, Cincius, uh, yeah. since, whatever his name is. But uh, but in this one, yeah, he was like, he was like John Wick is, uh, there's a scene where John Wick, they are told to sit down in the continental, sit down. Yeah. So John sits. <laughs> and then like, there's all these chairs in there. Yeah. And he comes and sits like right next to John. And John's like, what are you doing, man? And he gets up and moves. And he's like, hey, I just want to let you know I've, I'm a big fan of your work. <laughs> and uh, like such a such like a fanboy, man. Like he starts marking out. Yes, he does. Uh, I loved it, though. I, I was. Yeah, he was one of my favorite characters. Uh, I'm a big fan of his, though. Uh, going back, way back to Only the Strong. And... I thought you about to say uh, Double Dragon. I, I... Um but only strong with Caparero, yeah. Yeah, um, Double Dragon, you know, it's... It, yeah, it's Double Dragon. It's... it's it, it, I don't like it, but I... Yeah, dude from Party of Fives in it. Yeah, Scott Wolf. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's watchable for me, but it's nothing like the source material. No, no. Uh, yeah, they failed. They failed. It's, uh, it's better than Street Fighter. Uh, but it sounds it, like... I love... Van Damme, but it's better than Street Fighter. It sounds like you uh, didn't like Angelic Houston I, as the director. No, I, I, I didn't care for her. I, I, I understood why she was there. I understood her character, but I just, yeah, I, I didn't really care for her. I thought he actually killed her mm. in that scene. I thought he killed Lawrence Fishburne too because he sliced him up like. You know, Lars just fell over. I was like, yeah, I yeah. thought, I thought it was a big surprise for me that he still lived. I knew he lived when actually one or two things at at the end of the movie, either, um, and I we assume that you've seen this. Maybe should we assume that they've seen this? I'm assuming. Uh, they listened this far, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, all right. So at the end of this movie, uh, they cart John Wick uh, into. Like the lair of the Bowery King, and yeah. I assumed at that point that if John, if if uh, Lawrence Fishburne was dead, that they was gonna make John the new Bowery King. Yeah, is what I was thinking was gonna happen. Uh, but then when they they revealed that he's still living, I was like, oh, he didn't die, you know. So I was like, oh, okay, so he's gonna. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, they're gonna just team together. Yes, they are. Yeah, it's, it's the it's, Matrix. 
Please, please, please bring Trinity in the in the fourth film. Yeah, uh, what was her name? Uh, what was her name? Oh, what is her name? I don't know, but they need to bring her back. They need to bring her in that movie. She was in the Bye Bye Man. That's the last thing I've seen her in. Yeah, she was like the detective. Yeah, I, I can't think of her name. But yeah, bring Trinity. I mean... We're going to call Trinity. I, would, I mean, this is going to be... If it goes the way I hope it goes, and John Wick's people that he's with is going to come after Winston... Some at some point, he's if because yeah, well, you gotta explain that. I gotta explain it because right. Winston's like the father figure to him. That's how I always perceived it. Right. Uh, uh, he was to get everyone to stop fighting, coming after him. Uh, uh, who was who did he play? Who played that guy? The the lead, the head of the of the. It's not the, the Continental, but it's the. It's the guy that's over everything. Oh, the the uh, one that sits above the high table. Yeah, uh, the, I I don't see him. Maybe this guy. Uh, I think it's this anyway, Saeed he, uh, guy. He has to. John has to cut off one of his fingers. His wedding finger. Yeah, and he has to uh, go after Winston. He has to kill Winston. Yeah. To to live. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and to clear out his debt. Essentially. Yeah, to clear off his debt. He has to kill Winston, and he's having a fight through people to get to Winston, but he finally does get to Winston, and uh, he didn't kill him. He, he, he chose mercy. Yeah, he chose mercy, and the woman... Uh, the adjust, the adjusticator? Yeah. Adjusticator? Like I've yeah. never heard that word in my life. Uh, she, uh, I don't remember the line she said. Well, I remember what happened afterwards. The Continental was free game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, the Continental has been, uh, no, it's been de, uh, de consecrated, de consecrated. So yeah, I couldn't uh, remember so, the line so she used. Essentially, what it means to so Continental is a no kill zone. It's you sacred, cannot kill. Yeah. You cannot uh, hunt. You can't do business. It's all. Just relaxation, essentially, and, yeah. and amenities, healing, getting, uh, you know, patched up or whatever have you. But you cannot kill over the Continental. So she makes the Continental a kill zone. So she brings in her guys uh, from the high table, essentially. Yeah. Uh, plus, Zero's gang comes in, and they're all there to try to kill um, John Wick and Winston and... Sharon, uh, Sharon, yeah, um, and um, and and everyone else that is uh, Team uh, Winston, essentially. Yeah. Um, before then, before this, so uh, we, before we get to that, um, so John at the very beginning he has been fourteen million dollars is on his head, uh, so he's going through the town trying to. Fr- you know, try to make it to uh, the library. Yeah. Uh, New York's library. The famous library from Ghostbusters. Uh, I believe that is the same one with the lion. I think so. I might be wrong, but I believe that's the library. I, I, had to, I, I had to look and see, but I believe it is. Anyway, um, I might be wrong, guys. Let me know. Anyway, uh, so he makes it there to find this book that has, like, uh, some... He, like, stashes... It seems like John Wick stashes... Uh, Things that he'll need, yeah. just in case of emergency type of things, yeah. all across this, everywhere, <laughs> you know. And, and the, 
the guy, well, I don't know if you know him, uh, I don't know if you follow basketball or not, but the center from uh, Philadelphia 70 Sensors mm. is the guy that's wanting to kill him early. Yeah, so he's uh, trying to, he still had like maybe 15 minutes left. Yeah, he's and, a big guy and too. He's like, he's like, he's like seven foot 11 or something like John's that. John's like, I still have time. He says, um, nobody ever knows. Yeah, I, and John kills him with a library book. Yes, he does. I love that scene though. It was, it he puts was, the book in his mouth, breaks his jaw with it. Yeah, and then take, takes it on the table and puts it on, puts his head on the book, and then hammer yeah. fists his head. I love that fight. I, I love what comes after with you know the the horses. I I love I love the um even before then uh, didn't he go to get. Patched up, or was that? Yeah, at? well, he did get patched up right before, uh, like no, minutes, was a- minutes before the doctor was patching him up, like seconds before. Yeah. It was in when was the uh pawn shop scene? Pawn shop, uh, where where they breaking, which I love that they're breaking out of glass oh, yeah, cases and like, getting getting like old weapons out. That was first act. That was first act, I believe. Uh, yeah, that was with all the knives. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering if he was going to stop with the knives. How many knives can he possibly find? <laughs> All right, so, uh, so John Wick, uh, I, I, we might be telling that out of order, but there's a part where he uh, goes into this uh, pawn shop, essentially, finds this really old gun, and it doesn't, the bu- bullet doesn't fit. Uh, so he essentially, while the dudes are running yeah. up the stairs, he essentially creates a gun. He does create a gun. <laughs> he, he took parts of all these guns and made a gun. Just get one bullet and shoot the first guy that comes through the door. And then, like, as they're chasing him, there's this um, room. There's this, uh, you know, where you have, like, displays case of yeah. all these different antique knives and weapons or whatever. And they're just going through breaking the glasses. Out, like, they're breaking the glasses yeah, and, coming it, and fighting each other, breaking insane. the glass. It's really uh, insane. And then there's an axe that gets thrown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've... It was one of my favorite fight scenes. This movie's fight scenes, all the action sequences, I think, tops the first film. Mm. I, I I really do. I really think it. it that, I agree. That tops the first film. I, I've what these guys are able to do in this movie. I've never, I've never actually seen it in film before. Mm-hmm. I, I, what they do, I've I've never seen it. And I appreciate it. I mean, me and Cody and Sean uh, saw the chapter three together, and we were just blown away by. It. I mean, we were like looking at each other. Whoa. You know, like wow, then this marking out. Mm-hmm. It, I don't, you know, I don't usually mark out watching a, a movie live. I, oh, you know, I, I'm really enjoying. I did on this, yeah, for yeah, sure. I did too. I, this, this is like wow, look what they're doing. I mean, they're just, yeah, they're topping the first film. I'm just like, yeah. man. Well, that first scene with the whole, uh, not first scene, but the first kill with the book. I was like, oh my goodness. And then like the stuff with the horse, like when he smacks the horse and yeah. the horse kills the kid. Kills yeah. The guy. And so I was mad because, okay, I was watching this movie and then some family comes in sneaking into the theater <laughs> with some loud kids and it distracted me at the scene where he tied the rope around the horse, the, around the dude's neck yeah. and then he was riding the horse and then the dude was, what happened to the dude? I missed it. Well, he hit the, the butt of the horse and went that way. It, it swung him uh, against a uh, barricade, I believe. Killed him. I mean. Oh wow. Yeah, it was a, it was a phenomenal scene, Man, uh, and I hate that I missed it because <laughs> this this family that came in. 
hope you are listeners though. Thank you for listening. But uh, <laughs> uh, this family comes oh, in man. and uh, and they destroy my my movie watching experience right then. But uh, other than that, um, there's this, the the bridge scene later on. Uh, with the zero zeros gang uh, on the motorcycles, man, was that great. was fantastic. That I hadn't seen something like that since uh, one of the Jet Li films, mm-hmm. uh, Cradle to the Grave, I believe. Uh, I may be wrong; it doesn't matter. A but <laughs> with Leah, no Romeo must die. Maybe Cradle to the Grave. Uh, I, can only, I can only think of is does DM is DMX. DMX is in both, though. Yes, he is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure which one, but I hadn't seen something like that since then. Mm-hmm. But this was hundred times better. Yeah. Yeah. This. I don't know. This is going to be the best action film of the decade, I believe. I agree. Uh, this is the one to top. Um, the beat, I mean. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, the uh, so I'm trying to remember. All right, so as now getting back to where Brandon was at. So, all right, John go has to end up going to a uh, different country, uh, uh, Casablanca. So he goes to the director. The director gives him safe passage because you find out that John is of Russian descent or yeah. or some type of whatever Serbian Serbian or you something. Know, that actually reminded me of the hitman. You know. The, okay. Yeah. How they train them as kids and, and all that. And uh, freaking uh, freaking Natalia uh, Natasha from uh, yeah yeah because she was raised in Saint similar. I wasn't expecting scenario. to see anything like that. Um, but but yeah, I I don't. I, I it was cool to see a little bit of his backstory of yeah. who he was, but it wasn't really. I mean, I I didn't hate it. Yeah, but, uh, you, but know, you don't want it. Yeah, you don't. Really. You want it to be a mystery. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. So John goes to uh, her, and she gets she she reluctantly gives him safe passage. Yeah. Uh, because he's family essentially. Uh, yeah. because of uh, what he has, his ticket. He wants his ticket punched. Uh, and so his ticket is punched. Uh, he goes to Casablanca, where uh, he meets um with Holly Berry. Who also owes him a favor. He pays. He he gives her uh, one of those medallions. And say, yeah, hey, they you did owe that me. better in this movie than did yeah. in the second. And um, and they show the debt being paid and stuff. Uh, so uh, they uh, so they they go and they try to go talk to the main dude over there, which is Jerome Flynn, um, <clears throat> who's also in um Game of Thrones. Uh, so they go talk to him. He tries to get cocky. He wants the dog. Fighting suits, murder suits, yeah. people die. She gets John out of there, eventually getting him to the desert, leaves him with just a sip of water, gives the dog rest, spits the rest of it in back into the. She hates John. She hates him. And hates but him I, it's a that's a beautiful thing about it. She hates John. Um, but um, I and, would like to know why. Yeah, fully why she. I what see, happened? I see her coming back. Uh, because yeah, they gotta they gotta deal with that daughter thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I think that because of what John does, she's going to be forced to have to either a hunt John or help John. Mm, I'm going to go with help. <laughs> Somehow it'll she'll end up. She's going to go to John and have to get John's help because they are taking her daughter. Yeah, I, I, I loved her dogs. I mean, you said they stole the show for you. Yeah, and that one scene. Every just chaos broke out. I mean, the dogs attacking people. Yeah. it was oh man. You know, like I said, all the action sequences. It ain't just John Wick. Yeah, it's, it's everything. It's everything and everywhere. Uh, I've never seen a movie. Um, dogs are barking right now. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a movie 
hit on every cylinder they, like they must this love, one does. They must love the dogs, too. In the yeah. Um, but, yeah, so after all this, uh, John makes it back to New York now, as Brandon says, fingerless, but still has now a mission to kill Winston. He goes to kill him. They all decide, at the, he says at the last moment, no, I'm going to stand with Winston. I'm not going to be a company man. Uh, and then they fight their way through the Continental. It's beautiful scenes. John getting beautiful kill scenes. There's even a Matrix type of... Uh, there's two Matrix references within those that Continental fight scene. One is, he says, what do you need? He says, guns. Lots of guns. Yeah. Which is a line from the Matrix. Uh, also, there's a, a quasi-bullet time thing when John is in the water shooting. And they're yeah. shooting him. It's almost like bullet time. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, <clears throat> uh, but anyway, John fights to, uh, zero kills zero, uh, zero <laughs> says, I'll be fine. Just let me rest. He's like, no, you won't. <laughs> uh, and so, um, that made me sad yeah. seeing him die, but well, yeah, he got he to died. fight his hero though. Yeah. <laughs> die by the hands of his hero. So, uh, they, they decide to have a parlay, uh, and talk, talk, uh, what to do. Winston says, I want the Continental back. Yeah. She says, done. And uh, the adjudicator, adjudicator, I think is her name. I think I finally got right. The adjudicator says, done. But we still have to deal with John Wick. And then this is where I'm going to ask you. All right, so uh, Winston says, fine. And then John's like, no. And then next thing you know, Winston shoots John. Pop, 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 pop. Shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. But she, he's aiming at his bulletproof jacket. Even when he does shoot, but there's one point where he shoots towards his head and John uses the bulletproof jacket to kind of shield. Yeah. But then he tumbles off the roof, hits the awning, lands into the street, later on to be carted away by the TikTok man. Um, so, my question to you is, did Winston do that in hopes that John survives? Did Winston do that literally trying to kill John to make John like, like essentially did he swerve on him and become the villain in the next one? Story wise, I hope he swerved. Mm. Um, I hate to say that I love Winston and he's one of my favorite characters in the franchise, but uh, I didn't actually catch all that. The, the bulletproof vest. Uh, Beth said something about that too. I think uh, I thought well, he was well, a Jack. Yeah. His clothes is pretty bulletproof. Yeah. So like, you know. But I thought, you know, Originally, when I saw it, I thought he just turned on him. I, mm. I was like, wow. Because I, I was shocked. And uh, I was surprised by that. Uh, you know. But I, story-wise, I hope he did turn on him. Because that would make it a dynamic story for Chapter 4. Yeah. Uh, or even Chapter 5. Because I'm sure it's going to make a lot of money Chapter 4. Because yeah. one thing this movie does do, it, they, the cliffhangers they leave you with, they make you want to come back. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Story wise, though, I, like I said, I I hope Winston's turned on him. I do too. Uh, but to answer your question, I, I think he he knew he would survive. So uh, well, that's that's the thing. So the adjudicator uh, leaves uh, the hotel, and uh, well, when when Winston shoots John, and uh, 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 Sharon comes up to Winston and says, "Well played, sir," you know. And now, and also, he made a reference earlier when they was in that one glass room. Uh, Winston said to John, "This is a room where uh, you, when I want to see everybody's hand, or not reveal like a card reference, you know." 
Yeah. Like like something about like revealing the hand or whatever. Uh but uh so it seems like he but then if that's the case, if he is a villain, then it makes me kinda hate Sharon because Sharon kinda go goes along with him, but it feels like they were more team team Keanu, uh, team John. Yeah, they are. I I, I think if Winston has turned. Mm-hmm. I think Sharon will turn on Winston in this movie. When it comes push to shove, I think he'll be in John Wick's corner. So you think he's playing the, uh, he's essentially playing the role of, I'm playing Winston. Yeah. Because he's loyal, or is yeah. he, or is he primarily loyal to uh, the Continental? I think he's loyal to him, but... Or, or uh, not Winston himself, but is he loyal to the Continental? Continental. Or is he loyal to Winston and the Continental? I'm going to say Continental. Okay. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I think he's loyal to the Continental. I think, ultimately, he'd be more loyal to John John Wick. Um, I think I can see him... You know, I, I would love him to be the villain. Um, uh, Winston. Yeah, McShane would be... Because awesome he's villain. a great villain. Um but I just hate, I love him so much. I just, I don't want to hey, see, but, see him die. I just, but then, like, there's that scene where uh, he, like, when she comes back in, the adjudicator comes back in and says, John Wick is gone. He's no longer, he's, he's, he's no longer there. He's not, he's yeah. gone. And she, he says, that's a tragic loss. Like, he's saying as if, oh, well, he's dead, world with mourn or whatever. And he says, no, you don't understand. He's no longer in the street. Uh, and so, you don't. We don't need him coming to kill us tonight while we, you know, sleep or whatever. Yeah. And so, he calls him the boogeyman. Yeah. Essentially, he calls him the boogeyman. Um, Which was a reference <clears throat> to the first movie. Yeah. And so he's just, he kills the boogeyman. Yeah. He's the guy that kills the boogeyman. <clears throat> and so, uh, John. Then, because uh, Lawrence says, "I hope you're pissed," he says, <laughs> "Yeah." I am, or something like that. And so, it, it seems like, and, and then we're going to cut it soon and go to our thoughts on the uh, John Wick and Beyond. Uh, but uh, it seems like he's coming after him. Yeah, it seems that way. And I hope it is. Story-wise, I mean, it, it, I think it'd be an amazing dynamic story. I, I agree. Wick to come after Winston and Winston think. Get everybody he can to go after Wick and his team. Well, we'll we won't cut it. We'll just go ahead and keep talking then, because uh, you know, uh, and and conclude this. So, uh, for John Wick three uh, four, uh, we're talking about now. Uh, for well, first of all, uh, what's your marks for this one? Yeah, originally, I gave it a four point seven, but you wanted to be more de- divisive. Four point five five. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give it a five. Five mark outs. I give it five too. We're in agreement on all these movies. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, now going forward, um, I do see, and and we'll briefly talk about this. Um, so the Continental uh, TV show is not going to be it's it's not going to have Winston in it. It will not have Sharon in it, as far as I know. It's going to be a separate thing. I don't know if it's going to be the New York Continental because, as we know, there's one in Rome. There's one. In Casablanca, there's one everywhere. There's a continental everywhere. Yeah. That there is, I guess, assassins and killers. But, uh, but yeah, so I don't know how this one would work. I would like to see it, but I would love it. I, I would think it would work better 
if Winston was in it and oh, Jerome yeah, was in it. definitely would work better. Uh, what's what channel is it gonna be on? I don't know. Um, I don't know any that's details. Still, that's a big thing. Uh, cause is it streaming? Is it actual on TV? It should, in my opinion, it should stream. Uh, I I know what they did with Taken. It was nothing like the movies. Nothing. They, I didn't know there was a Taken show. Yeah, two seasons. I oh saw, yeah, yeah. It was like I, on ABC or NBC, NBC yeah. or CBS, one of them. Yeah, uh, if it's on one of those. It won't be good. Uh, they, they'll, they'll water it down. It yeah. needs to be uh, or where it can still kind of build off of the source material. Yeah. Yeah. Because Taken was, he was not Brian Mills, not the Brian Mills Liam Neeson was anyway. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I did not enjoy it. I tried to watch both seasons. I couldn't get, get it. I could not get through season two. But I, I don't know, show-wise, I, for Continental, I hope it's good. Mm-hmm. But I don't have high hopes for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, not as much no, as you do for John Wick 4. No, yeah, God, no. No, <laughs> no I, I know Keanu won't show up in it, so... Uh, yeah, no. I mean, that's... I mean, and what can you do other than I mean, either... Is this during Wick's healness, healing? Is this prior to the whole Wick thing? Is this... After the Wick thing, is this I tell you what, something so totally different and separate away from Wick? Actually, I would be more interested if it's an origin story about the Continental. Uh, the early, of, early where they first get the rules started, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that would be kind of dope. But still, nothing actually can happen inside the Continental. So, will it be like assassins checking out and then you go and follow their mission and their way back into the Continental? Like, like nothing can literally happen on the grounds of the Continental. I mean, I... I hope it's good. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I don't have high hopes for it. Right. Um, now, real quick, uh, um, tell me what's your two things you want to see in John Wick 4. Uh, John Wick Chapter 4. I want I, I want to see, I'm hoping Common returns. They didn't die. They didn't die. Um, hope he shows up in Chapter 4. Uh, Another thing is, uh, I, if you're gonna do chapter four and you're not gonna, and Winston's not gonna be the main villain, maybe they're setting it up for later. I hope we get a, a really a Jason Statham like villain mm-hmm. for John Wick. I hope we get someone that's unpaired to him on the same level, because we haven't had that really. Closest right. was Mark. Uh, he was really good, but he wasn't. He wasn't there, you know. Yeah. I, I, I would love for like uh, Statham to join us, and be the villain. I think that would be awesome. But I don't know. I hope for a, a great villain, whoever, whatever their plans are. Um. All right. This is what I hope to see in John Wick. Four, two things. I'm gonna try to narrow it down. One is I like to see the people that was was introduced to that was screwed by the high table. To bond with Wick Holly Berry yeah which she was not really screwed by him but she has a dog in a fight literally um and then uh the director Angelic Houston I think that they could join because they the high table required their blood you know of course with the Bowery King yeah uh so I like to see them return and second um if uh if he is going to go after the high table uh, I want to see. Well, first, along with the first one, I'm sorry. I also want to see the two dudes that uh, John fought 
before uh, Zero. Yeah. I want to see them join with John. I think it's possible they would. Uh, yeah, I kind of like. They, the, they either were way, though, enjoyable. they killed their master. So yeah, I mean, he killed their master. I don't. I don't. But but they have respect. But for they him. also gave him peace because yeah. they they lay down and he can get back up. Yeah. Uh, and no. then, but then the second thing is what I was gonna say is this: I would like to see if John's gonna try to go after the high table. It's not. It, I I feel like it can't just be the continental. I think that he literally needs to try to go take out. To do the sits above the high table, like break uh, the high table completely, like all the heads of the high table essentially. I think that I. But will another head just emerge, kind of like a Diotonio did? Yeah. I, like, is there a way to really defeat the high table? I don't know if there's a way, but that's an interesting thought, though. I mean, taking out the guy at the high table. Uh, I don't think that would happen in chapter four, though. I think that's a finale. F- to the franchise. So you think it's going to be more than four? I. You think it's going well, to be five the or six? director and Kiana have both said they will continue making this as long as the fans support it. Hey. He said he. The director said I'll do this for the rest of my career. It, I have so much fun doing it. And Kiana said he would play this character as long as it okay. is required. I mean. Yeah. I see this. This could go. As long as Fast and Furious. This could probably go. Be it better. Be as, could it go as long as Bond? Uh, which hard because no, you said actors no. take the role. Uh, you'd uh, have another, you'd have to recast John Wick, and I don't think fans. No, nobody will want today. That. Fans won't go for that. We're recasting. Uh, yeah. you, they just won't. And uh, last thing, last question for you, Brandon, is um. So we we all are we're in agreement with the John Wick series that yes. we enjoy it. Um, real quick, tell me where did taking go wrong? Taken, uh, because it, it started off with promise with the first one. Uh, I mean, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I enjoy them all. Enjoy, uh, how I, many is like three of them? There's three. Uh, the first one's the best, but I, I understand people's complaints in two. It's kind of the same movie. I feel like they took the Die Hard 2 route, <laughs> kind of make the same movie but in a different location. Yeah, uh, if, I don't know. I mean. Liam Neeson's age, uh, he, you know, he doesn't truly care about too many people. I mean, and he doesn't it, do his stunts. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he the character, he, he was about his family in the end. Uh, his wife is dead now, so uh, it just leaves his daughter. I, the only place I think they could take it would be her, you know, taking the mantle. Uh, but you know, that's just my thoughts. What if crazy idea? What if in John Wick Four? Liam Neeson shows up you know, as an assassin. Now, this is actually a wish of mine that they combine these two characters somehow. Do like a, like where John uh, where, where somebody says, "I you know I know someone that can either hunt him or I know someone that can help you, John." And then like enter Liam Neeson. Yeah, I would love for that for those two characters to meet even briefly. Yeah, that'd be great to connect those two universes together. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, this was our review of the series of John Wick. Uh, uh, right now, Parabellum is no longer in theaters. I think it left. I think um, it's gone. But Here, I uh, absolutely enjoyed it, though. Uh, it made uh, $140 million. And de- deservingly so. Um, but, yeah, uh, stay tuned. We're going to come uh, with the Thursday episode of... Uh, uh, does It Hold Up? Does It Hold Up? Lucas 
and um, License to Drive. License to Drive. All right. Thank you for checking us out. We have been the Mark Out Movie Podcasters, and thank you for marking out with us.